0: What's up friend, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high-quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here, and let's get into the episode. Good morning, afternoon, evening to you. Thank you so much for being here with me today and taking some of your precious moments to come hang with me and talk about relationships and all that juicy good stuff. So today we are talking about one of my most powerful and um, I would say one of the tools that I use the most in my life. Um, Also one of the most powerful tools that can be used to sustain a fulfilling relationship. So, I hear you, what the hell is this juicy tool? (laughs) So the tool that we're talking about today is called, I call it the check-in. This is a really simple skill. Um, I'm going to go through it today and talk about how it's going to help you in your relationship, Um, just kind of explain how to do it. And then, you know, I'm gonna challenge you to do this in your own relationship. So get comfortable, grab a pen and paper if you have one close by and wanna take a couple notes and get ready for a life-changing relationship skill, folks. You ready? Cool, so the check-in. Basically, I mean, in its most basic form, what a check-in is, is exactly what it sounds like. It's checking in with your partner on the status of your relationship. Now, when I say status, I don't mean, are we still dating? Um, I mean, how how are we doing? Hey, honey, how have I been showing up for you lately? Have you been feeling supported by me? Have you been feeling challenged by me? Have you been feeling inspired being around me? Um, These are all questions you could ask in a check-in. But most simply what a check-in is about is creating an invitation, essentially, for your partner to be honest with you. So I can already hear the critics out there saying, okay, why would I want to do this? And, you know, why why can't my, what do you mean I have to invite my partner to be honest with me? We've agreed to be honest. That should, that's a no brainer, right? So let's dive into this a little bit. Um, like I said, by initiating a check-in, you're actually opening up the space and and literally inviting your partner to be honest. And so I know most of you are probably dating honest people or you're an honest person or the person in the past you were dating was honest. So it's like, why would we need an invitation? Um, Well, for a lot of us, maybe you listening out there can relate, uh, it can feel challenging to be honest when we know that the truth might hurt the other person. You ever had that experience? You really want to be honest with someone, but you know that your honesty could cause someone else to feel hurt, and so you divert from being honest, right? You put it off. You work around it as long as you can. This could look like something as simple as you going to dinner at that seafood restaurant that you really don't care for. but You didn't want to tell your partner that because they've taken you there for your birthday the last three years and you knew if you told her, her feelings would be heartbroken. So you go to the seafood restaurant, right? That's like a small example of not being honest because you're scared how the truth might hurt someone. A bigger example might look like staying in an intimate partnership for way too long way too long. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's been months or even years where you have been thinking about how you are going to end this relationship and why you need to end this relationship. And then you kind of go in circles convincing yourself, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't end the relationship. And then you want to again. I mean, who's been there? Raise your hand, baby grandma. (laughs) I know my hands in the air. Um, So these are examples of just kind of everyday life where sure, honest people might withhold from being honest because they're scared. They're scared to hurt you. You're scared to hurt them. So by literally inviting your partner to bring you this feedback, even if this is like kind of, you know, maybe you have a relationship where you're like, yeah, well, the context is be open and honest all the time. I still encourage this check-in because it just goes a step further and really inviting your partner. And it's, to me, it's almost like a permission slip. For that person who needs some, some of us need extra permission to give feedback, especially constructive feedback. And so you're really just giving your partner permission here and opening up the space and saying, I want to know what it's like to be with me from your perspective. I I truly want to know. And, um, you know, I, I understand it might not be easy to hear what you have to share, but I still want to know. Excuse me, just one sec, guys. Mm. Okay. So, again, you're handing that permission slip to your partner saying, hey, bring it on. Bring what you've got. And this is great in the instance that maybe there is something that came up for your partner at some point in the last day, week, month, who knows. And... Perhaps they, you know, it's kind of like, "Mm, do I want to rock the boat? We have, we've had a pretty good day. Perhaps I'll just brush this under the rug. It's not that big of a deal. Right. You guys ever done that or been party to that? So this is great because if something like that happened earlier in the day, week, month, you're now inviting your partner and saying, Hey, you know, that little thing you tucked away, you don't have to tuck it away. You can actually bring it here right now. And I'm available to receive whatever feedback you have. So you're encouraging openness and communication in the relationship by instigating for this check-in and really you're modeling responsible communication, which is responsible listening as well as responsible speaking, but you're modeling this. You're you're not just talking about, Hey, I want to have a relationship where we are, you know, responsibly communicating and, and listening. Well, no, you're, Literally going to your partner and modeling this example of responsible communication, which is true curiosity and desire to listen. And so, by doing these check-ins regularly, the benefit is you keep your relationship free and clear of resentments or bad blood or regrets. Um, I, you guys, I'm projecting that you know what I talk. I'm talking about, but kind of those things, those stupid little things that happen between you and your partner that never really get addressed, and so they kind of just build up. You know what I mean? They build up over time, and then one day, you know, he forgets to take out the garbage and you've had enough because you've been letting things and frustrations sort of build up inside you over months, maybe years, and so then it all comes out, right, kind of in of a vomity style (laughs) a word vomit style if you will Um, I know I've been on both ends of that situation so um, by doing these check-ins it's like there's never really a chance for something to build up over too long let's say you're doing the check-ins which I'm gonna challenge you guys to do this once every two weeks if you're checking in once every two weeks Nothing can build up for longer than two weeks, right? So just think about that. Think about how big an issue can become over time when it kind of builds up over years and years. What if all of your challenges in your relationship could be resolved within two weeks? I mean, that doesn't leave a ton of time for things to kind of build up and get out of control. So that's just another benefit to doing these check-ins. <coughs> you can feel confident that the energy is clean and positive and flowing through your partnership on a regular basis. That just becomes the norm for you guys, right? I mean, this these check-ins, I do these with my partner now once a month regularly. And that's how it feels. Like the norm for us is just free-flowing. We're in sync. Everything's in the clear. And kind of the out-of-ordinary situation is we have something between us. And then it's our, it's up to us to make it a priority to resolve whatever's between us immediately so that we can keep the clean, flowing energy going in our relationship. So by doing check-ins, you ultimately are going to reduce arguments and those kind of blow-out conversations we were just talking about. Because again, if. If you've been sitting on something for a week, there's going to be a lot less built up charge around that than if you've been sitting on it for a couple of years. So there's less likely, it's less likely that you and your partner are going to be getting into these kind of random blowout arguments based off something that happened months ago if you're doing these regular check ins. So really what these check-ins ultimately what it boils down to is freedom freedom from the instability and and unsafety that comes from built up resentment and unresolved conflicts in a relationship. Do you guys know what I mean it's for me at least the more like unresolved issues and conflicts I have between me and someone, the less safe and stable and trusting that relationship feels to me it feels like very teetery like I know we're on quote-unquote thin ice so it could implode at any moment (coughs) so by you deciding right now you know what I'm gonna do these check-ins because I want to feel more free to have less fights with my partner to really have honest feedback about what it's like to be with me. I want that because I want to constantly grow. Then you're really going to like these check-ins if that's you, okay? Now, things there are some things to consider that I want to go over because... I can see you out there, oh, this is great, I'm gonna, this is so easy too, I can just start doing these check-ins once a week and I'm gonna go to my partner and invite him to give me feedback and then, you know, it's gonna be great. Um, (laughs) Which, you know, you're not totally off there, but um, I wanna just kind of go through some considerations that might be overlooked, um, if not mentioned. So, first of all, I wanna say, if you're gonna do these check-ins, your reaction matters. Your reaction matters a lot. Okay? And here's why. So we have the opportunity to kind of train our partners as we are in relationship with them. So that might sound strange to some of you, what do you mean train our partners? <clears throat> well, an example might be like this check-in. So you might go to your partner and say, "Hey honey, uh, I want to try this thing I learned. It's called the check-in. I think it could really help to, you know, keep things open between us and just help us with our communication and maybe even help us to have less kind of spontaneous arguments. Are you down to try? So your partner says, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm down to try. That sounds good. And so you say, okay, this is how it works. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to check in with you once every week, once every two weeks. And I'm I'm just gonna to come to you and I'll open the space and ask you to share anything that's come up for you between us so now the day comes and you go to check in with your partner and you say hey you know how are we How have I been showing up for you is there any way I haven't been showing up for you now let's say your partners just being honest because that's how the exercise was described to him and maybe there was something you know, let's. I'll go with an example. He says, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, there is there is one thing. Uh, the other day, I tried to express to you that I really wanted to connect one on one with you, and then you invited a bunch of friends over, and so we had a friend dinner. And I, but what I really wanted one was that one on one time with you. So I didn't feel very seen by you there. Okay. So let's say that's his response to your check in." Now, if you react to this by getting pissed, angry, well, what the hell? I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to do that. Or you get defensive or you raise your voice. What does that teach your partner? Just think about that for a minute. You've asked him to come forward and bring you feedback and be honest with you when you check in with him. Now he does that. And you start yelling, or you get defensive, or you walk away. His body nervous system just learned that, oh, wait, when I share the truth, she gets mad. She goes away. She starts yelling. Well, that's not very pleasant, so I'm not going to do that anymore. Do you see that? If you punish your partner for being... So let's say, you know, let's say your partner is honest with you, but it's hard for you to hear, right? It's just, it's constructive feedback. It's not easy to take. If you then quote unquote punish your partner for giving you that feedback because you're upset because it was hard to take by yelling at them or cutting them off or leaving the room, they are going to learn on an unconscious level that when they share their true feelings they get punished so your reaction truly matters here especially if you're bringing this check-in to a partner who maybe hasn't done these kinds of exercises before or you know maybe isn't as much on the growth and development path as you so this stuff is kinda new to them Um, your reaction is really gonna set the stage going forward okay so keep that in mind um, another thing to keep in mind is that when you are asking for a check-in you are opening the table for both positive and constructive feedback. So, you know, to come to my own life for a moment, me and my partner, as I mentioned earlier, I do these check-ins with him once a month. And also I just want to note here, I do these check-ins. He doesn't do these. and. I don't expect him to do them and I don't check in with him and then sit there and look at him and wait for him to check in with me. It's, I do this for myself because I want to know how I'm showing up in my partnership and it feels good for me to open these channels of communication and, you know, sometimes organically he'll say, oh, and you know, how are you doing in our partnership? And sometimes he won't and I love him the same either way. So I just wanted to, a little side tangent here is I wouldn't recommend bringing this tool into your relationship with the expectation that your partner love it and practice it in the same way. If you're going to bring this tool into your relationship, do it for you, right? You and, and for your partnership, um, but not in kind of a manipulative way of, I'm going to use this to get him to ask me how I'm doing. Um, that never really works, in my opinion, that kind of manipulative um, thinking in relationship. So, um, to divert back from my side tangent, I just want to share that, uh, you know, nowadays, most of the time when I do these check-ins, it's pretty clear because now for over a year, I've been doing these regularly and we, me and Warren work pretty hard to resolve any issues or conflicts as they come up. So things don't build up a lot for us, but, um, so typically I'll check in and he'll say, yeah, I'm actually feeling really supported and good. So that always feels really good to hear. Right. And every time I check in, I know that I'm opening up the space for constructive feedback too. And I go into the conversation prepared to hear something I don't wanna hear. Right, because it wouldn't make much sense to do a check-in and then only expect positive feedback. So part of this whole check-in tool skill I'm sharing with you guys is really having to become okay with the uncomfortable conversation right and I just wanna say honestly if if you wanna do long-term partnership you gotta get okay with having uncomfortable conversations there's just no way to avoid them in the long term surely you can you can avoid them But in the long term, in the long run, I don't think it's possible. Um, I don't think it's possible to have a truly open and communicative relationship without those uncomfortable conversations. So just know that if you're going to do this check-in, you just be prepared to receive constructive feedback. And you can even go as far as to think, okay, My partner gives me something constructive and I get kind of triggered or blown out. How can I support myself in that moment? So you can think about these things beforehand because you know what you're getting into, right? You're opening up a conversation that could lead to some constructive feedback. So just knowing, okay, if I take some deep breaths, I know if I rub my right shoulder, that helps me relax. Maybe you bring in your little, I know some people use these finger spinny things that help them relax and they're feeling stressed. Uh, So whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, knowing that you may receive some, you know, news that's hard to hear or some feedback that's not easy to hear. But it's helpful, right? Because any feedback is, in my opinion, any feedback is valuable. Because even if I don't agree with you, your experience of me still tells me something. Right. So it's, it's like, even if I, let's say you tell me I experience you as really, um, overbearing and pushy. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not overbearing and pushy. And in fact, I've never tried to be overbearing or pushy and it's not something I'm into. And I don't think I am that. So I could just get defensive and, you know, say, fuck off. But even though I don't intend to be pushy and overbearing, that's still valuable feedback for me because someone, you, experienced me that way. So for me, I'm always open to feedback, you guys, personally, professionally, on the podcast, on my Instagram, anything I share, Um, if you guys don't know how to reach me, listen to the end of the episode and I give you lots of ways you can reach me but um, I love feedback, constructive and positive. I just think it's such a beautiful opportunity for me to look in the mirror and maybe learn a thing or two and grow a little bit. Right? So uh, again just to kind of um, circle back by doing these regular check-ins in your partnership you are demonstrating and modeling responsible communication. Okay, this can set a new tone for your relationship. Maybe you guys have never done responsible communication practices before. And so now you're saying, honey, I wanna change the tone. Can we try this check-in thing, see how it goes? And when you bring these check-ins, kind of, I spoke to this earlier, but bringing that inviting energy, right? You want it to be like warm and inviting, Um, not needy or demanding. It's like, hey, I want to know what it's like to be you right now. I want to come into your world. Are you open to sharing that with me? So it comes from this place of curiosity, um, which is just, I feel cared for when my partner is curious about me, or anyone for that matter. So... Things that may get revealed during a check-in, as we talked about earlier, it could be really positive. It might be praise, appreciation, right? This invitation could go both ways. Some people are scared to share negative feedback and some people are scared to share positive feedback. So perhaps this invitation invites in some appreciation, um, some confirmation of your stability as a couple, okay? It might bring up joyful memories. It also might bring up painful truths, hurtful experiences, feedback that isn't easy to hear. You might learn something new about your partner. It might deepen your connection, build intimacy. It might reveal secrets and it might help you clear that elephant in the room. That's been there for a day, a week, a month, a year. 20 years, right? So ultimately, what I'm talking about today is the check-in. And the check-in is a simple checking-in process that you do with your partner on a regular basis where you basically ask, hey, honey, how are you doing in our relationship? How am I showing up for you? Is there any ways in which I haven't been showing up for you or that you You feel like I haven't been there for you. Is there any way I could be a better partner for you? These are questions you can ask during the check-in. And the check-in comes from a place of genuine, loving curiosity and and like a desire to create this open channel where like, yeah, it's uncomfortable sometimes, but we can do this. We're together and we got this and we can talk it out and again, oh, there it is. It's uncomfortable again, but we're still okay. That's the beauty of relationship. It's, I mean, like me and Warren, we have a absolutely sexy and thriving, amazing relationship and we have fucking uncomfortable moments, you guys, like super uncomfortable. Ask him about this. What does Nikki look like? What does Nikki look like when she has to breach an uncomfortable conversation with you? And he would say something like, she starts distorting her entire body, (laughs) curls up into a weird ball and talks in a strange voice. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, the uncomfortable moments don't stop. I have them all the time, and when I do, yeah, that's one of my coping mechanisms. I kind of, like, literally curl up in a ball. My voice gets weird, and I'm like, I need to talk to you. (laughs) Lauren's like, oh, God, you have something uncomfortable again, huh? (laughs) He knows. So, like, whatever works for you, you know? Like, whatever you need to do, maybe you need to put a face, uh, or... (laughs) Maybe you didn't need to put a shirt in front of your face to just like get those first few words out because it's so uncomfortable, right? Or like turn away from your partner and then like slowly look at them because just them looking at you is really uncomfortable. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with you, right? Like, that's cool. We're all different. We're all comfortable in different ways. So I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but you're fucking beautiful just the way you is, okay? Okay. <laughs> And so, you know, I, I challenge you, I'm going to leave you guys with a little call to action here. And the call to action is to decide first call to action is decide, do I want the type of partnership that's open, genuine, a little bit uncomfortable sometimes, a little bit painful sometimes, but fueled by growth and mutual honesty and openness. Is that what you want? So figure that out first. That's that's your first call to action. And then, if you said yes to that first call to action, um, my second call to action is to bring this to your partner and bring it to them. This the check in. Bring this skill to them, and you know, give them a brief synopsis. This is what this is, and ask them permission to check in with them make sure you don't go to them expecting them to say oh my god this is the greatest thing ever I'm gonna check in with you okay I've, if, I'm have i talking to some of you out there right now you've already got the fantasy in your head that you're gonna share this with your partner and he's gonna think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread and you know that may or may not happen so my advice to you is to bring this to your partner because you want to live this kind of authentic, open life. And this is how you want your relationships to function under this channel of clear communication and um, just clearing the air and keeping keeping our energy, Clean and smooth between us. Okay. Ah, oh, cool. This is a fun. This was a fun one for me. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. So, let me know what you think about the check-in. Um, it's so interesting. I have no idea who you guys are or if there's anyone out there. So, you know, ways you can let me know you're out there and you're listening and you you love it. <clears throat> Uh, you can leave me a review and a rating right there on iTunes on the podcast. You can find me on Instagram at relationship badass. Screenshot you listening to this and tag me in it, throw it on your story. I'm always on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. <clears throat> you can also, <clears throat> wow. You can also join my Facebook community. Click the link right in the show notes there. It's called Relationships 101. This is a classroom-style setting. You can bring your relationship challenges and struggles and get support from the group. You can also just be there to catch all of my juicy videos and posts about relationships and intimacy and all the good stuff. And finally, you can find me at my website, RelationshipBadass.com. You can book a 30-minute discovery call with me free of charge. Uh, Bring your heaviest relationship issue and let's see what we can do in 30 minutes. What do you say? Sweet guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love you. I hope to hear from you. Uh, Let me know what you want me to talk about on future episodes. You know, shoot me a DM or a message. Um, And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.